literally fucking giggling right now. Why is that? You know damn well why. Because today's the day of the big reveal. Ooh. Yeah. So, so good. Part three. And I hope we're not overhyping it, but it's just, I just know when you sent me this interview and I was listening, I was walking and I had my, my earphones, my earbuds in whatever you young kids call them. (laughs) Um, and my mouth literally dropped open. And I don't, I, I hate to oversell stuff because th- they say like when speaking, that's the worst thing you could ever sure. do. And maybe we are, but let me say I was stunned at the end. Let me, let me assert this and, and <laughs> this is almost going to be passive aggressive. If you're not blown away by the reveal, check yourself, check yourself because the, you've, you've, you've calibrated your expectations incorrectly. It's like when somebody fucks up in the plane and they set the compass the wrong direction. Ooh. You're heading in the wrong direction. Oh, no, that does happen. Oh, I did geez. it myself. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy to do. Well, isn't that how JFK... Well, I... Nah, Oops. He didn't... He didn't <laughs> I don't know. calibrate it, but he went down instead of up. Re- get all this out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb, lame, stupid ass failure. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to use that as an outtake someday. Oh, my God. <laughs> At any rate, back back into the interview, and I'm going to set this back up. This is anyway, again, you crazy bitch. Little, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck's going on right now? All right, so without any, no, we we still have to do the gift of the day. We one. still yeah. we still got a lot of going but to hold do. On, hold on. It's Tuesday. It's ten eighteen. I before we start, do you have your Halloween costume picked out, or do you not do that? Over do the, here's the weird you, thing. You're not going to. I do don't it. know that there is Halloween in Croatia. I, <laughs> Find that out first, because you'll look pretty silly. Yeah, if- <laughs> actually, you know what? I'll be in Greece. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think That's so. That's your homework. Well, here's the other it. thing. Um, my birthday's coming up. That actually mm. is going to happen. Okay. Right? <laughs> we know that for, well, or do yeah. we? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, fuck off. That's not funny. Oh, my God. But yeah, that will happen, God willing. <laughs> uh, but Halloween probably won't. And certainly Thanksgiving's not. No. Thanksgiving is, well, even a questionable holiday in the United States, but it's definitely not a holiday in any of the places that I'll be in. Yeah. But here's the cool thing. I don't know if there are other holidays that they're going to celebrate that I'm not aware of and it'll be new for me. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's very cool. So I'll have to get some friends immediately, which you know is not going to be a problem for me. Nine. And then I'll figure out, okay, how do I adapt and adjust? Yeah. I have a feeling you'll be just fine. Oh, I'm going to be more than fine. But back back to, back to today. Tuesday, the 18th of October, 579 is the episode. This is weird because I am actually in Croatia or Turkey, depending on the day, to, right now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Because we're, we're doing these recordings in advance to give me a buffer to, to readjust and, and get situated. So you're hearing my voice. That's from the past. And Um, I'm currently now... The ghost of David Past. Yeah. I'm currently now in Europe. Wow. Hopefully not in a Turkish prison. (laughs) Good time to insert the gift of the day. Part three of the Sarah interview. Today's gift is the art of charging your battery to jumpstart others. We've talked about this so much. Yes. And it's always... I mean, I'm a broken record now, but it's always a good reminder. Absolutely. So I'll play a bit of what we call the tag 
from yesterday to make it a nice transition. So here we go. After I got better, it was like for sure I became uncomfortable with being comfortable. Wow. So it's like I can't, you know, like obviously I have a day every few months where I like, you know, I go to the gym and then I just sit and watch Netflix. But it's not, it's more just like I'm not, that's not something I'm into. Yeah. Um, I'm very much, I like to always be out and about running around doing we, stuff we definitely have that in common i mean you're you're far more on the extreme i thought i was extreme <laughs> until i met you and then we have to no like, i thought it was a 10 but now we have to make additional <laughs> markers like you're at 11 or a 12 <laughs> no. or maybe i'm just at a 7 now i don't know you're at no, a 10 no 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 I, I didn't have a lot of, of stability growing up like uh we talked a little bit before while we were waiting mm-hmm. for our tees um and that's that's exactly where i landed different circumstances of course obviously yours more severe uh, but I don't, I don't feel comfortable being comfortable, and that's kind of the reason why I'm ditching the United States for a while. Yeah, I need to open myself up to what else the world has to offer, and I know that time is precious. It's our biggest commodity, and tomorrow's not promised. Like you, I get itchy if I'm sitting still, which is great for certain things, not great for relationships. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is true. I, I love to see what else is out there constantly putting my feelers out because the the world has so much to offer it's a question of how open you are to it i'll say this like i agree with you but it's like also for me that itchy feeling is more than just like itchiness it's more like i would regret it yes it's regret if i don't use my day i regret not using it it's like a day lost almost for me right and so that would be the only thing that I would regret like I would not regret for example taking a walk in the park or you know going on a drive or trying something new but I would regret staying at home doing nothing just like for the like for the whole day or for like a whole week and there's nothing I mean if you have fun doing that for sure like do it more power to you I, I just it doesn't hit the same sensors for me right you know as going outside does right. and just experiencing things well and i imagine and again i don't want to put words in your mouth but i imagine because you were uh, maybe not bed bound necessarily but definitely you were anchored mm-hmm. in a way that you didn't want to be i imagine you made a number of mental agreements with yourself that if the day came that all the shit disappeared that you would just go out and kill it so backing up just a little bit do you believe that about what Sarah said, hey, if you're comfortable staying at home, then that's fine too. That's your jam. Isn't there something underlying for someone who would rather be indoors for weeks at a stretch than actually isn't like our base requirement to have a community, to have a sense of community, to be out there, to connect with others? I, I feel like if that's where you're comfortable for weeks at a stretch or days at a stretch. I, I feel like there's something underlying there. I, I have conflict with this. Okay. Because I, of course, believe in what you're talking about. I believe in what Sarah's talking about as far as building community, getting out, um, being uh, symbiotically energized by each other. And I think having, that's where we thrive. Right. On the other hand, I've known people. And I do know a couple of people in my life that are just content to sit on a couch 
to have their cat on their lap and read a book and to disengage. Recharge, though, but, but this, not... this, they don't they have any no interest in going out and and engaging. I don't, or when I they don't do, it's fucking you... awkward because they it's insincere. You can you can see it on their face. They they're proverbially the fish out of water scenario. Yeah, but I'm talking about getting grounded, getting your feet. Like Sarah said, if I go for a walk in the park, that's a win. Like I understand that. I'm not saying, hey, if you don't go out and meet 10 people today, sure. then there's something wrong with you. Right. I don't like to even do that. Yeah. And and fine if people do, but to physically like not yearn to get out there and touch the sand, touch the dirt, move the body, I feel like... You're talking to a Native American. I mean, you, you, you're you preaching to the choir, sister. I have to, I mean, you see me. What what do I have on my feet right now? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> I, I, I'm barefoot all the time. I, I have to, I have to. You know, where do I live? In the forest. I have to. What do I, what do I have to be by? A huge body of water. I have an ocean view. These are, these are necessities for me. And it changes my biochemistry. It changes who I am. Astonishingly enough, though, that's that doesn't appeal to everybody. I mean, that, I'm not going to name names, but there's somebody that was recently in my life that would have preferred to to be in a in a big city and hear the car horns and the sirens and the hustle and bustle. And I'm like, oh fuck no, maybe it, for a minute. Yeah, see, I don't see anything wrong with that, but not going out and experiencing where those sounds are coming from. True. That's where I have yeah. like. Well, then you're ooh. just an observer, and that's that's I think what what you're trying to get at no because an observer even has to get out there to observe not necessarily they can see it through the window and that those are the people that concern me they're they're and you don't consider anything underlying with the physical act of not need i'm talking needing to be around other human beings not necessarily engaging i'm just saying with the possibility of making a connection, no expectation of, but yeah. possibility of. I, I strongly believe, and I still contend, and I lose these arguments, or uh, there's no such thing as winning or losing an argument. You, you, you position yourself, but we're all made from the same cosmic dust, and I feel like we all have That's that intrinsic need to connect, barring some sort of significant mental illness where, you know, then they, they're repelled by it. Um, Perhaps autism would be a great example, right? Where they they're overstimulated, or mm. they they can't they can't relate. Barring anything like that, I think that that is a human need. But there are people that contend that they're fine and they're happy. And Sarah even says it: "More power to you," whatever she says about the people that are going to be on their phone looking at TikTok for six hours a day in the basement. It's like. I can't relate, nor can I promote, nor can I support, but she, she's on a different level. She's like, okay, you're going to get it eventually. Hopefully you get it sooner than later. But if that's what's floating, floating your boat right now, that's what's creating that serotonin. And we, and she and I did talk about addiction quite a bit because there's the, the same neurochemistry flows through the brain and the neuroreceptors don't know where it's coming from. All they give us is, is that they're getting it, right? For someone, it's alcohol. For someone, it's sex. For someone, it's shopping. For someone, it's TikTok, and and I believe that social media is truly an addiction. An addiction. Yeah, you can sure. be addicted to to just about anything. Yeah, I, mean, I don't look think at people that are addicted to food. Yeah. Right, it's all there. I'm addicted 
to getting out and feeling the earth and the elements and interacting with my fellow human beings on a on a positive level that's my addiction i'm almost like would have to if 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 were a, a drug or an alcohol i'd have to be in rehab because it's so extreme and i think sarah sarah's right there with me but she also has that little all right, well, if it's not your jam, it's not your jam. She's not the type of person like me that's going to be like, you need to put your fucking thing down. Mm-hmm. Get outside. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, all right, if that's your jam, it's your jam. Okay. And I, think she has, I think she has faith in the fact that people will figure it out eventually, hopefully not too late. Right. Because I, I'm not going to be here to see the addicts of social media on their deathbed because they're going to go well after I go, I go. That's true. But let me tell you something. Y'all are heading for some shit regret. You just are. You just are. You can hear me. You can not hear me. Whatever. I think that's the point I wanted to drive home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Back to Carry center. on. Thanks. Well, and I imagine, and again, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I imagine because you were uh, maybe not bed bound necessarily, but definitely you were anchored mm-hmm. in a way that you didn't want to be. I imagine you made a number of mental agreements with yourself that if the day came that all the shit disappeared, that you would just go out and kill it. Oh, hell yeah. 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 You can see me nodding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like 110%. I'm just like, I I promised myself that if I got better, I would do whatever, like, I wanted to do. Yeah. And I felt that I, you know, like, I was destined, not destined to do, but, like, if I have that feeling or that pulling to try something, I'll do it. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to stop myself. I'm going to have fun, you know, enjoy every moment. Yeah. Well, and let me, let me, let me tell you something. And this is, this is the professional in me talking. What you are effectively doing is truly exercising the creator's gift of the maximum potential. That is rare, unfortunately, in humanity. What I am confronted with in my career are the people that lay on their deathbeds and say, I've got a mountain of, you said the magic word, regret because I didn't act upon all these things that I could have and now it's too late. You get it. You obviously get it. And you need to exercise that that voice and get that out there. I'm one guy, Michelle's one gal. Uh, we're, we're trying to get people to wake up and live the life that you're living right now. You're like living proof. You're like, now we're gonna have like, uh, you, we're gonna work you into our logo somehow. <laughs> <laughs> just have my face everywhere yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see this poster child for living life to the fullest and propelled by a good reason because i imagine and and again i don't want to put words in your mouth but maybe there's the potential of the concern that whatever it was that you were ailing from might return so you don't know where something else could come you mm-hmm. don't know when that expiration date is or you don't know when tomorrow all of a sudden you can't run that half mile yeah so it's foolish truly foolish and i hate to be judgmental it's truly foolish to not exercise the ability that you have while you have it because i guarantee you one thing folks you won't have it forever oh yeah and i mean that like you probably hear it a lot like people like even you said like you know you're like your motto is that you don't know if you have tomorrow right and i live my life not knowing if I have the next second or the next millisecond. David, I guess I think that was the point I was trying to make. Why not now? Right. Because 
someday it's going to be too late. I I feel like that's what I want to shout from the rooftops. As right. we're getting older and we see all these young kids, it's like, just take it from us. Just believe us. Start now. Absolutely. Tomorrow is not promised was, is one of the major taglines that we have. But early on when I first started developing the Red Kite movement, and I, I did get a little bit too far, you know, you know, when somebody gets too involved in their work and maybe <laughs> it goes a little south, I, I, I used to have this phrase, why not? In fact, that's one of the chapter that's in the book and somebody would come up to me and, Hey man, um, want to smoke a cigar? Why not? Why not? <laughs> I don't have a good answer to say no. Ooh. I don't have a good reason to say no. Why not? I mean, have a bump of Coke. No, no, no thanks. But there's obviously some limitations to it. I have to have some element of desire and it has to be, you know, not life threatening necessarily, but honestly you could go around and, and I don't know, I know people, I was married to a person that, Hey, do you want to do this? No, why not? Uh, and, and not a good, not a good response. Yeah. Just, I, I'm just not going to for not going, not going to do its sake. Right. Or just because you suggested it, I just, now I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm the other, I'm the opposite. Somebody comes up to me. Uh, do you want to catch a movie? Why not? I, I don't it. have a good response to say no. I love it. And if I did, something's not right. Yeah. It's probably more extreme, but you know, when you've shaken hands with the devil and you were right. able to walk away, right? you can't, you can't go back to living the way you did before. Right. You know, I, I would say, you know, as a, as you know, typical kid or any, you know, any person does, you know, spend like three, you know, four hours on the laptop doing whatever mind numbing right. stuff. It's like, I can't, I can't do that anymore. Right. When, you know, it's different. I can't live my life the same way. Yeah. And here we are. The translation of that is one of my favorite quotes and something that we constantly beat our chest and like you said, screamed from the mountaintops, the lyric that caught my attention and has stayed with me for a good portion of my life, almost half of my life, actually half of my life, isn't that crazy? From James, the band James, if I hadn't seen such riches, I could live with being poor. She was a laptopper for some part of her life. She was a, a social media person perhaps, I'm, I'm maybe making that up, but she alludes to the fact that she spent time with mind-numbing things wasted like you said wasted time now that she's seen what it looks like to be debilitated she can't go back to it so skip that part (laughs) pretend Uh maybe that you've gotten to that point where oh shit the realization the the um the three ghosts have Uh visited you (laughs) and shown you you can't go back to the way that you were you're not missing anything. See, and how old is that Dickens novel? Right. This is nothing new, yet we're still, like you said, yeah. pounding our chests, yep. trying to get it across. Well, and again, we wouldn't be so committed to trying to pull people away and to join us if we didn't have solid evidence and proof. And that's what the books are going to show people. The the end of life regret and the grief and the pain and all that shit is so avoidable. It's so avoidable. It's right there in front of you and you're ignoring it. Nope. I got it. 
I know what I'm doing. And you're, and we're watching you go over the cliff. Uh-huh. We're like, steer out of the way, steer out of the way. Nope. Nope. I know what I'm doing. We're just desperately trying to get you to steer. But I'm enjoying it. Well, let me let me tell you another thing. You said you said one thing, and I'm going to circle back to that when we close. Uh, <laughs> you slipped a little and said a magic word that I'm going to harp on in a second. But let me let me offer you this as well. So part of the outcome of your lifestyle puts you in a totally different arena at the end of your life. You will have a treasure trove of nothing but remarkable memories. And you will look back at those events and say, man, I really did live my life to the fullest. And I did not squander the gift that the creator gave me. Regardless of how you get there, that's magic if you get there. And I'd have to say in my career, having helped people die, maybe 5% could honestly say that they left it all out on the field. Most of them had a lot of unfinished business. And that is what creates, that's the foundation of grief. And yeah. a lot of grief is coming from regret. So you've got that ace, man. I mean, and, and I know that it's just going to keep going. I can see it in your eyes. I can see that your trajectory is is at a, an angle of attack. <laughs> to use Ready a to pilot tree. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't go to the stall level. But for you, you might actually want that. I don't know. <laughs> but one thing you did say, and this is the, the big reveal because I think most people are already like, pausing and taking notes and going what the fuck this is unbelievable um when when you drop this bomb on people that now they're going to be like nah no way (laughs) you just said as a kid so do you want to reveal how old you are i am 19 nobody's (laughs) going to believe that fresh 19 too nobody's going to believe that and and i i got to tell you having known a bit about you prior because you asked how old do you think i am um I thought you were close to 30. Hey, I don't look that no, old. No, you don't look that old. But uh, but knowing your heritage, I thought, well, you guys don't age very. <laughs> I mean, you you look gorgeous Aww, your entire you. life. Yeah. So I thought, no way could she be any younger than 30 because she's mm-hmm. got so much going on and just too many accomplishments to, to be 19. <laughs> 19. It's not, it's, not, it's not that young, okay? It's not that young. It's, it's not that young. It's not that young. She's talking to a 51-year-old people. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, yeah, like what, half? That's well, come bad. on. Think about it. When I look back at my 19, I think, well, I, I accomplished a lot. When I look at the average 19-year-old today who's on TikTok and fucking around, <laughs> like you said, on their laptop or their devices, got nothing going on. Half of them don't work right now. You've got at least one job. I know you work at the at the flight school. Yeah. And and you're in college and you're in uh, you're taking flight lessons and you're doing your real estate. It's like that's not normal. You're right now if I were to compare you to a normal or average eight, uh, 19-year-old, you're like the equivalent of 10 of them all wrapped into one. No, so no. I, no, I'm not exaggerating. So no. Cheers to you, and and thank you so much for being on the show. And, oh, thank and I've you. learned so much about you, and obviously my responses are authentic. You made me cry. You made me laugh. Aww. Uh, that's 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 not easy to do. Um, and you also wanted to buy me my boba because I dropped the ball and left my wallet in the car. So that's okay. So you got lunch next time. <laughs> yes, I do. I promise a nice a nice lunch. So Sarah, I would love to have an opportunity. I didn't even say thank you for being on the show. <laughs> I'm already jumping ahead. I would love to have you on again. 
I think you have so much to offer. Today being Sunday, dedicated to gratitude, I think you've got Wednesday nailed with inspiration. I think you nailed humility. Um, we talked about selfishness and what that means to us. Um, there isn't a day of the week that you couldn't give a strong lesson. So if you wouldn't mind, and I promise I'll bring my wallet next time, <laughs> um, I'd love to have you back on the show. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. I mean, one thing I have to do say specifically about gratitude is that depression and gratitude cannot reside in the same space. Wow. So, you know, anytime I am sad, I just think of all the things that I'm grateful for. And that's like an endless list, you know? Mm-hmm not sad anymore and that's kind of like where I would leave off with gratitude it's a good it's a good line to like rest on but gratitude and depression cannot reside in the same space wow which I think would lead us into some logical homework the format of our show is to give homework at the very end if you're feeling blue if you're truly suffering from depression there's obviously a huge distinction there uh I think Sarah's method is a great one is to, and it's, it's kind of old fashioned in a way because there was an old adage, count your blessings. Mm -hmm. So when you're feeling down, take inventory of all the things that you do have that you should be grateful for. And obviously number one, I'm assuming Sarah is your health. So if you've got a reasonable amount of health, take that into consideration when there's traffic or something upsets you or whatever it is that, that, there's a bigger picture and, and Sarah clearly gets it. So listen to our, <laughs> our new mentor here today. <laughs> oh no! That's your homework is when you're feeling low, count your blessings. David, I'm going to add to that. Yes. And I, I feel like it's a piggyback because it's something you said earlier. Do you really have a good reason for why not? Yeah. It's all of that combined. Yeah. It's if you truly don't have a great reason. <laughs> Why not? Right. And folding your laundry is not a good reason. Washing your hair is not a good reason. You're making those reasons into something to avoid experiencing life and having the potential for a remarkable memory that you could carry on for the rest of your life. You know, it's also not really a great reason. What? Being tired. And oh, I know agreed. so many times we say, I'm too tired. Yeah. It is legit. I, sometimes we get it, but probably nine and a half at times out of 10, yeah. you're not too tired. No. But I, I had a girlfriend years and years ago and we would do this thing. It was fucking hilarious and, and just fun. We would set an alarm. We would get up at 2 a.m. and we would make mashed potatoes. You've talked about that yeah. before. Yeah. And it, the, nobody's awake. Uh, TV was terrible. And we were just sitting there enjoying our mashed potatoes in the middle of the fucking night. You're crazy. No, it was crazy. But yes. you know what? Fuck. How many years ago was that? And you're still talking about And I'm still about talking about it. It, it. it was a lifetime ago. It was like 25 years ago or more. That's a memory. It's a memory. It was weird. It was different. Was I tired? Yeah. Did you, you survive? Not only did I survive, but I'm trying to get other people to do it because it was so... Remarkable. Maybe maybe your jam's not mashed potatoes. Maybe you're on a carb-free diet or whatever. Choose something different. Bond in the middle of the night. Be weird, man. Because I'll tell you what. There'll be a time where you can't be. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. 
And Sarah even said it when she said 19, that's not that young. Yeah. Oh God. (laughs) What a great mentality, right? That's, that's choosing every second of your life. Like it's going to be gone tomorrow. If you don't think 19's that young, that is a great mindset to be in. She has a tremendous sense of urgency because she understands, like she also said, uh, she doesn't know if she's going to have another minute, another millisecond. And so she's, she's on it, man. So every second, and I watch her, I, I, she knows I'm watching her, so it's not creepy, but I'm, when I'm in, I'm, I'm just about to, to get on in my plane, I'm watching her as she's working. There isn't a second that I don't feel like that she's not absorbing the best out of that moment. It's really quite remarkable to watch. When you are in the midst of a true kite flyer, it's visceral. That's true. It's unreal. And the sad thing is, uh, similar, again, I'm going to say the lyric, if I hadn't seen such riches, I could live with being poor. When then I go and hang out with average people, I'm like, this is boring. I'm not looking at you. Yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that. Look, I'm like, oh God. And as I'm saying it, I'm like, oh shit. But truly, it's really tough to hang out with average people after you've been around exceptional people. It's like drinking Charles Shaw after you've had uh, George Latour. There you go. Sorry. Those it are bonnies, by the way. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Bougie. I'm so bougie from Napa. Anyway. Yeah. So great dovetail on the homework. And I, I hope everybody, when they, I, I would love to hear your reaction to the reveal. 19. 19. Fresh 19. 19. Fresh. Yeah. Remarkable. Remarkable. My jaw dropped. Yeah. My jaw dropped. I like you. I've never seen her though. I thought she was maybe 30, 35. Yeah. yeah. And as she presents, definitely not 19. No. Oh, I've seen some 19 year olds. Uh, yeah. They don't talk like that. No. No. They no. don't talk like that. No. She grew up in a minute. And that's, you know, that's her mission is to, I think, uh, live life to the fullest, but then I'm trying to persuade her. And I don't think it's going to be a hard sell to go the path that I am with my gifts, which is to share them. Love it. Exactly. And honestly, like what I, what I do personally, what I would say to give it a try is the first thing you do when you wake up is say at least 15, 20 things you're grateful for. Wow. And do the same thing when you go to sleep. That's what I do. And I mean, it starts your day off in the right mindset in the right space we're definitely cut from the same cloth <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it daily i have been doing it daily and i learned it from my father there he used go. to do that every day he would thank the creator for another day what an opportunity to serve people and exactly it. i do that every morning i look out my bedroom window at the ocean and i go wow I, what a ride this is great thank you yeah. And if I'm not here tomorrow, I'd still be satisfied with what I was able to do here in my time. Exactly. I'd love That's to awesome. hear that. Well, Sarah, again, thank you so much for being on the show. And I look forward to discovering more about you. Heck yeah. On and off air. <laughs> <laughs> in the air, maybe. <laughs> in the air, exactly. <laughs> on the lake. <laughs> Fishing. <laughs> but we'll uh, we'll look forward to having you back. So yeah. thank you so much again. Yeah, thank you. All right. Yako Key. Oh, say say something in Arabic. Say say um, thank you or gratitude in Arabic. Oh God, like I know gratitude. I don't I, see. I can't really think of words. Shukran is thank you. Okay. There you go. Shukran. Right? Shukran. Shukran. Did I say it? Sh- 
Shukran. Yeah, close. Shukran? Yeah, close. Close. Okay, there close you go. Enough. Thank <laughs> close you. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you again. And I think that we're going to have a hard time. We're going to have a hard time topping this experiment. Our first interview out of the gate went so phenomenally well. Spanned three different episodes. Was so rich in content. I think you're wrong. I love that you think that. That's great. It's, I think but it's, it, I think it will be hard to top. Not impossible. But yeah. I'll tell you what happened. The bar just got set like a motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The bar just got set. Yeah. So if we interview you and it doesn't make the air, don't feel bad. It just means you weren't as good as Sarah. Stop it. <laughs> David. Yeah. Get out there and fly that kite. Oh, yeah. Yako Key.